Today on Power Tips Unscripted, we talk to Allison Iantoska, owner of FH Perry Builder in the Boston area. Do you do employee performance reviews? If so, are you sure you're doing them right? Well, today Allison will address not only why we need to do them, but also will offer insights as to how to use them to create an engaged and developmental relationship with your employees. And we'll hear about it in just a second. The most valuable commodity I know of is information. Wouldn't you agree? Hi, this is Victoria Downing, and welcome to Power Tips Unscripted, where we talk about tips, tactics, and techniques to help you build a strong, profitable remodeling company. And I'm here with my co-host, Mark Harari. You sure are. This is going to be a fun one, right? It's going to be very fun. You know why? One of the reasons why? Tell me. Well, it's time for us to do employee reviews, right? Yes, it and is. And we have not gotten our act together to get it quite on the schedule the way we need to. So been traveling too much. You've I been know. on the road a lot lately. All right. Love going to those association chapters. Yep. Um, so it's going to be great to get some tips. It'll give us some incentive to up up our uh, up performance. Our yes. yes, up our game. Right. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, not only that, but this particular guest is I'm very excited about because she is the daughter of one of our very first roundtable members that so of cool? all time. That's awesome. Yes. All right. Well, shall we get started? Let's do it. I'm really excited today to welcome Allison Iantoska. She's the second generation owner of the 40-year-old F.H. Perry Builders, a Boston area custom remodeling firm focused on building homes and relationships of lasting value. Allison has been around. She knows her business. She's been a speaker at the Women in Residential Construction Conference. She's been a contributor to all the major industry magazines. She's an awesome business owner who has done some remarkable things with this particular company. Welcome to uh, Power Tips Unscripted, Allison. Hi, thank you. Yeah, it's great to have you. You know, it was so much fun running into you up in uh, Massachusetts when I was there last month. So it's great catching up, and I'm delighted that you agreed to do the podcast. Yeah, that was great to see you for that Mary event here. Thanks for coming up and being with us, and I'm so excited to be here today. You know, there were all sorts of topics we could talk about, and we asked you just to throw out something that you were particularly passionate about, and you came up with the idea of talking about employee reviews. Why was that something that jumped into focus for you? I think because what happens on the inside of your organization gets reflected so readily on the outside of your organization. So I just spend a lot of time thinking about how do I make sure that the people on the inside of my organization are having the same kind of experience that we ask each other to give externally to our clients. So it's a real base point for me and sort of a foundational way of thinking about what that external experience is. Oh, that's very interesting. You know, I don't think that there are probably that many business owners who think about or care about the experience the internal folks are having. Huh. Well, I I think um, the reason why that's so important is because, you know, this is, this is sort of my theme, and I think uh, it tends to be thought of as sort of the softer side of the business or the elements that um, take up extra time, mm-hmm. as it were. But for me, it's a real strategic focus. 
I want the people inside my organization to really understand who they are as human beings, which is not to expect that they're perfected human beings. Cause you know, even though I'd love to think that I've run into one of those, it's, um, mm-hmm. I haven't yet. <laughs> yeah. Also working for imperfect human beings in our, as our clients who are trying to figure out how to live their lives as fully as possible. And so, so much of what we do is a, has a service orientation to it. And I think that service orientation needs to be supported uh, by people who understand what's really going on mm-hmm. at any given moment. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. So this particular tool you feel is one of the ways that you are able to keep people in line with the vision and to look at their strengths and weaknesses themselves and how they can put that into play for their clients? Am I restating accurately? Yeah, I think that's really important. I think the other thing is that we do all get so busy and we forget to do these reviews on a regular basis. So we do them in our company every six months. I like the Ah. notion of doing it in January as sort of a kickoff to the year. And then again in June, midway through the year to sort of see how we're doing. Mm-hmm. And we all we all get so busy. Uh, we get busy as business owners. Uh, we skip past the the opportunity to talk to the very people who are representing our brand out there right. to hear what's going on for them. Where are they stuck? What's most important to them to work on? What's their view of how they're able to deliver to the people that they're working for? Mm-hmm. Which is, of course, the most important. Uh, part of uh, part of our business, our clients. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so it's just this, it's, it's just a low hanging fruit that's right there. And if you are, if you're able to take the time to stop and just engage and help people settle, understand where they are on a pay scale, understand where they are in a performance scale, understand where they are in developing their goals. That feels like a really critical piece of how we do our business. So Allison, how many employees do you have? 16, including me. Okay. And so who does the reviews? Do you do them all or do direct reports do them? How does that work? I do do them all um, I because I love it. <laughs> really? Wow. <laughs> I don't think there's very many people that would say that. I know, but they're the most dynamic conversations I get to have with the people that I care most about in the world and that are, that are delivering my brand. Yeah. And so it's such a, it becomes a really dynamic conversation. And then I very much like to invite in anybody that's sort of in a, in a hierarchical way, like our production manager, our finance person to support those conversations. So does that mean that you would both be in the room when you were having the conversations? Yeah. Yep. All right. Okay, cool. Well, let's dive into this a little bit. So I get why you want to do them to learn more about um, – that's one reason you want to do performance reviews is because it helps you have these dynamic conversations and learn more about the people and what motivates them and so on and so forth. Why else are these important? I think we don't take enough time in our busy lives to stop and reflect on what it is that we're trying to accomplish. And – Building awareness is the key piece that I'm wanting to create space for. Meaning, when you have an awareness about your behavior, you then can be able to make a choice. 
But until you have that awareness, you are not making choices. So my goal is not necessarily to tell anybody that they need to become something different than they are. But my goal is to have them understand how the behavior that they have has really supported them in becoming the successful person that they are, but to then pause and think about when that doesn't help them mm-hmm. and when they might make a different choice. Okay. That it's, it's sort of like, like everything in life, right? Like when I talk about finances, when people are aware of their situation, they can make choices and figure out how to improve their lot. Same with Absolutely. behaviors. Okay. Absolutely. And we kind of put blinders on and go, go, go and react to things uh, that are presented to us based on what makes us most comfortable. Mm-hmm. Based on how do I protect myself in this situation? Because that's the natural human instinct. Mm-hmm. But if you're aware of the fact that you're trying to protect yourself, that may not actually be the best choice in that moment. So let's unpack that a little bit. What else could you do? And at the level that we're all working at, we are, we're all so passionate about what we do. I, I mean, the whole of the remodeling industry, and we are having such a deep impact on our homeowners that we're working for, mm-hmm. that we have a responsibility of really understanding what our personal impact is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that will make us better in what we're actually trying to accomplish in the homes. Now, you mentioned in some materials you sent me ahead of time that the paradigm is shifting from the old information that was transferred to a typical traditional performance review to today. What is that paradigm shift? How did it happen? What, did, what is it? Well, that would right. So I think that, and that's my opinion, which I guess if you're talking to me on a podcast, I'm allowed to express my <laughs> opinion. But I, I think there are actually experts out there that are really studying sort of generationally how people take in information and how they want to be treated as employees. So there's a part of me that wants to say this is in response sort of to a generational shift in how people are looking at hierarchy and are getting feedback. Um, but in my mind... I think one of the reasons why us leaders, CEO types, really don't like doing these review processes is because when you're asked to rate somebody's performance, you are then putting yourself in this position of uh, of resistance. Meaning, if an employee doesn't like that I gave them a two as a rating, that could either inspire the employee to do something to change it, or it could make the employee say, my boss is out to get me. Mm-hmm. She just gave me a two. And I don't want to put myself in that position because I'm trying to create a, a pathway for my employee to succeed. And if I, by putting a rating down, suddenly create a, a deeper rift or deeper resistance in, the, in exactly what we're trying to accomplish, Um, that's just another awareness piece that I hold of how people react to being rated. And we all want everybody to say, oh, you gave me a two. Thank you so much. That means I have so much good work to do. And if you could help me figure that out, that Uh would be great. Uh But instinctually, people say, I'm out of here. I'm going to go work somewhere where they appreciate me. And I want to have the appreciating conversation first. Uh Do, Do you have the employees rate themselves as well? Yes. Okay. So I actually make the whole conversation come from them. How do you mean? 
so uh, most of my I, I, because I love this so much, I play, my employees will tell you that I play around with the evaluation form each time. I'm much, I'm sure they'd much prefer that I kind of stayed the course at least twice in a row. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm always looking for the way to connect with what is most meaningful for somebody. And it seems to me that if the employee is sharing with me what they're most up against, what they are most working on, my best tool is to meet them where they are and to talk to them about how they might unpack where they are to understand where they want to get to. If I come in and ask them to change in this way or that way and it doesn't make any sense to them, there, I, I pretty much guarantee there is going to be a big challenge in my getting them to shift their behavior. Uh -huh. So as frustrating as that may be from a CEO position, because we are leaders and we do see how people can evolve more quickly if they would allow themselves to just do that. It's really important to meet them where they are because that's where change can happen. And so it's a slowing down process for us as, as leaders and fixers and strategists to allow the strategy to be what does my employee need from me the most right now? So that's where I begin the conversation. And, but, and to follow up, though, are they actually filling out a form ahead of time and submitting it to you? Or are you doing this live in person with them and asking them to rate themselves? I do submit. A, I ask them to submit a form ahead of time. Okay. The reason that I like that is because and when I ask them to do it, um, a lot of times it has sort of open ended questions on it. And I invite them to allow themselves to sit with the questionnaire and fill it out. Take 30 minutes when you have it and stop. Do it during the day. Do it during the workday. I'll pay you for this process. Uh -huh. But take the time to answer the questions and write in writing because your brain processes differently when you write stuff down. You know, you can be driving along thinking about, oh, what are my goals for this year? Okay, yep, I wanna do this, I wanna do this, I wanna do this. But when you write them down, it be, you then go deeper into the meaning behind each goal. So I do give them a way of inputting uh, some kind of template, some kind of way of, of you know, sort of deepening their thinking about where they are and where they want to get to um, and ask them to submit that ahead of time so that I can then sort of connect with where they're, you know, again, meet them where they are. They're telling me where they are. I know how to meet them there. Is one of the things you changed in this process going from the numeric ranking? Like you started out talking about how you don't want to give them a two out of five, I assume, or four or something like that. <laughs> you don't want to do that. So it's more of an open-ended essay type, just share your feelings, share your thoughts? Yeah, that's right. And and it, it's actually really hard for people to move away from the ranking. There is this um, desire that people have to kind of understand where they stand. Sure. And so there, there may be a way that I introduce that to them to sort of as a way of kind of getting their brains um, prepared to talk about things in a, in a broader way. So the things that I ask people to rate themselves on are, are could be things like energy, enthusiasm, people skills, um, persistence in the face of challenges. So things that are kind of oh, bringing in broader awareness to 
who am I as a person and in my function as a role, as opposed to um, delivering on time or on budget. Mm -hmm. um, delivering on time or on budget is, is a, in my opinion, is a byproduct of somebody able to persist in the face of challenges. Yep. Mm -hmm. They know that's their job. They know that's what they're supposed to do. They know that they're going to be measured that on that on the financials every time they turn a job cost report in. On a, on a, I want to have a bigger picture conversation about what do you do when you bump up against the fact that your budget is going to have to change. That's the persistence in the face of challenge right. conversation. Okay, so you've changed from numbers to uh, this sort of broader questions and, and ranking themselves on these uh, behaviors and characteristics, which is super cool. But that does not preclude you from having tough discussions about behaviors that are detrimental to the company or detrimental to themselves or, you know, do you, do you, you don't just turn into Pollyanna and talk about only the good stuff, right? <laughs> no, I don't. Um, let's see. I think that my job is to hold that in balance. Um, I think that we know as we go into our reviews who's really struggling with what and that you need to create a safe environment in which people are willing to have that conversation and again I know that that in and of itself may sound Pollyanna as well but I guarantee that people if they are in an environment where they are fearful um, they will behave fearful and they will create a defense. Mm -hmm. And I need to be in an, in an environment where people are having a conversation with me where I can begin to understand whether or not change is possible. So I, I need to sort of understand why they may be acting the way that they're acting that goes against what the need is for what we need to do. Um, I think as a CEO, we are always sort of assessing whether or not there, there's a fine line between are people doing the job that they were hired to do and are they capable of doing the role that I have put them in versus they are super rising stars, but there are some serious things they need to work on. And for the people that are not fulfilling the job, that, that is a pretty pointed conversation mm -hmm. uh, because I, that's a you're laying tracks with that person probably to, to let them go, which is a, a different line of thinking of, of what we're talking about here. What I'm talking about is our rising stars that need to continue to perform better and better and better year over year, review over review, and that we're trying to create a process in which they can join that growth process. So if they stop growing, you're getting over to the other side of the conversation where, why are we stopping growing? Um, can you not do the job anymore? Or are we back onto this side of the conversation where you're a rising star and I want to bring you along with me? Does that make any sense? Sure. Mm -hmm. Totally. There's a lot to unpack there. Mm -hmm. what, what overall, what do you think is the most important aspect of an employee review session? Oh, that's a really good question. To build awareness to build behavioral awareness. In what way? To build awareness of behavior that has worked super well for you for so long and to understand where that doesn't work well for you so that you can make other choices. So would an example help? Yes. Sure. So um, 
I have a, my uh, production manager, awesome, awesome guy. He is a get in, move all the things out of my viewpoint that I don't need that are clouding my ability to make a decision here. Uh, set it aside, push it aside, get me right down to the very thing that I need to work on. Awesome behavior, right? Hugely successful. What has gotten him into the position that he's at at the company and what really serves us beautifully well and has made him a, a big success in his life. However, he is now in charge of six people. Hmm. When he comes into a job site and does that, he takes away the opportunity for other people to grow and, and explore. And I think it's okay that I'm bringing all this up because we've talked about it and um, it's a really fun, juicy thing that we're working on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I need him to be aware of when coming in and drilling down quickly doesn't create the best environment for his people that he's trying to teach and, and help grow. Mm-hmm. So aware of where the behavior works and serves him in those crisis moments and aware of when he needs to make a different choice to work with his team. So that kind of made me think of something else. What, how do you handle, give us a little coaching lesson right now. You've got someone in front of you that doesn't have that self-awareness. They rate themselves really high in something and you're on the other end of the spectrum. So obviously the two of you are completely disconnected on on that aspect. How do you, how do you approach that situation? That's like the million dollar question, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, cause I, I got my pen ready. Cause I'd love to know what <laughs> to do right now. <laughs> I think the conversation that I have, again, it's a meet them where they are moment. I want to, and I'm again, assuming that this person is, is on the path to, you know, is on the side of the ledger of this is a person I want to nurture and bring along and keep with me. Sure. Because um, it's a different conversation, right? If they're if they're not succeeding whatsoever. Um, but if I want to keep them on, how talk to me about why you're a five? What does that mean? What does that look like? Mm-hmm. Talk to me about where you bump up against things that make it hard for you to be a five. Talk to me about where that's a good thing and where that's a ba- where that's not such a good thing or where being a five doesn't work so well for you to begin to say i want you i want to meet you where you are and allow you to be whole in that and then i want to explore if there's any areas where that doesn't work so well for you and where that's a challenge for you um and just begin to see what comes up in that conversation mm-hmm. Do you, do you find it's it's probably maybe more common to go the other way where someone's really too hard on themselves? And yeah, you, in this organization, absolutely, yeah. Rating themselves low and you're like, come on, you're not a two. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of times people who are, are all fives, I think they're that tells a story in and of itself of what they are choosing to present, mm-hmm. um, what, what they're worried about, what they're um, – what story they're trying to tell when they're sitting in the is sitting in a review. Um, so that could be a starting place too of, you know, why, what, what's going on for you that you need to present to me as, as such a rock star. Cause I, I think mo- most people have a, would have a challenging time doing that unless there's a, a need behind it. Mm-hmm. 
So when you're talking to the employees and you're asking them to to sort of talk to me about why you ranked yourself this way, if you know that this person's having challenges in this one place, you'll just continue to probe until you finally can open that up and have a discussion. Yeah, and don't forget that the, there's a lot of the rest of the of, of form that I've asked them to fill out has a lot of other questions on it about values and principles and what are your expectations for yourself and what are your aspirations for yourself? What are your distinctive strengths that you know you do well? What are the, the weaknesses that you bump up against that keep you from being able to do well? Um, uh, and then other ways of sort of helping them unpack um, feedback. Uh, I've sometimes, I think the other thing that reviews offer is an opportunity to, to get feedback on who you are and how you are. Um, and so that, I think that's where those 360 reviews, why those became so popular is because you suddenly were getting perspective from people that aren't you, that are looking at you from the outside versus you from the inside. And the story that we all carry around about who we are on the inside can often be quite different from the experience that people are having on the outside. Mm -hmm. And so I've created opportunities where people can, can share feedback with each other. Ah. And then there's a whole nother realm of, of conversation that can happen about connect connection there and disconnection there. Or what did you hear that you like that you want to be more of, or what did you hear that you didn't like that you want to move away from? Okay. So uh, are there templates or things like that tools that could help support this personal growth and development? Yes. <laughs> Yay. Awesome. Will you tell us about them? <laughs> um, I think, well, I did two things that are my, that really are my favorite. Um, one is called the intentional change model. And this um, really comes from a, an emotional intelligence basis. Um, I believe Richard Boyatzis is the author of this kind of thinking, um, where you really start with this notion of, of what is my ideal self? And, that, and describe where you want to be. And then describe your real self. Where are you now? And so then you've created an understanding of the gaps and how you need to then move for more around the circle through a learning or a change agenda. Uh, and then, so, so through that you identify, what do I need to learn? What do I need to change? Where do I need to go? Where do I need to grow? And then next to that, you couple that with experiments and practice. So real time things that you can do tiny things. I'm not talking big things. Like you don't need to say, I want to be the leader of, um, of an association, um, and throw yourself into the board of directors. It's show up, go to a NARI meeting and introduce yourself, (laughs) join a committee that's doing smaller work as an example. Um, if people are wanting to develop sort of a, a, a leadership bent for themselves. And that allows people to really understand that they're on a journey and a path. It gets them to talk about where they want to be. And so it's very aspirational. And then where are you? And how do I connect the dots to get around to that? And then there's another one that I did just this year where everybody sent me a letter that is dated at the end of the year. Yeah. And uh, you speak in past tense. So December 31st, 2019, dear Allison, the reason I am a a stellar employee is because (laughs) 
I'm going to tell you with as much detail as I can the story of what happened to me this year. I did this, I did this, I did this. This came from um, Ben Zander and the Art of Possibility. And I just love it. It's like, you're already awesome. You're already the best. So tell me how you got there and what you what you what you're doing this year that gets you to arrive there, and it's a very different experience of um, I to say I want to lose ten pounds versus saying I lost ten pounds mm-hmm. this year and mm-hmm. I'm now happier because I'm able to go out on my bike with my kids. Yes, um, it's just it was just a wonderful wonderful opportunity. Okay, Allison, I got to ask you this, and I know this is going to sound maybe a little rude, and I don't mean it to, but (laughs) (laughs) do you think that some of of our listeners might be going, eh, that's too woo-woo for me, man. I'm not doing that. And and if so, how do you get your head around that and say, no, it's not, it's, or do you? I think that's very real. I think I, I know... So here's my personal feedback. Allison, you expect miracles. Allison, you are you are an idealist. Allison, you operate with a very optimistic stance. I absolutely do. There's no question about it because that's what I think leaders uh, leadership is about. Mm-hmm. Is to to believe that these people that work with us are filled with extraordinary potential and it's our job to create space for them to live into that. That's wonderful. Um, so maybe it's um, Pollyanna, but uh, I think that's the very opportunity that's in front of us, and I just invite people to engage with it. That's great. I've got a. I got the biggest question of the day for you right now. No, you already asked me the biggest question of the day. <laughs> this is this is the bigger one. Okay. Are, are you ready for the lightning round? Oh. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> And now, here's the Remodeler's Advantage Lightning Round. It's a trap! All right, let's put 60 seconds on the clock. What's your favorite business book and why? There's a book called Becoming a Resonant Leader. Mm. Fran Johnston, Annie McKee, and Richard Boyatzis. This is a workbook for developing your personal vision and your personal balance sheet and how you're going to put learning goals in place that will help you develop it. And as I said earlier in the conversation, if you spend the time to go through the exercises and write it all out, you will be amazed at what you learn about yourself. If you weren't the owner of F.H. Perry Builder, what do you think you'd be doing? I hope this gets to be an ideal answer as opposed to a real answer. <laughs> My, I want to be a backup singer. <laughs> great. <laughs> what are you not very good at? Don't say singing. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I can't sing a note, so that's why I'm doing this instead. Um, so I'm not very good at slowing down, meaning, Allison, come back and get us. Allison, you're way too out with your vision. We need to do come back, have you come back and help us grab some low-hanging fruit so that we can meet with you. I'm just on the go all the time. Next idea, new energetic thing. Mm, love it. Uh, your room, your desk, or your car? Which do you clean first? Oh, my car. Because it's mine. <laughs> and I get to like have the rules in the car. If someone wrote a biography about you, what would the title be? Oh, wow. Uh... 
I don't know, expecting miracles. There you go. That's a good title. That's a good one. That is. If you could be a superhero, what would be your one superpower? I don't know. It's got to be something around being able to help people. How can I give you, is there a superhero that can give you what you most need right in this moment? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a good superpower. Okay. That would. Hey, well, this has been awesome. I love talking to you about this. It really made me think about some of the tools that we use in our evaluation. So great stuff. Thank you so much for being part of this. Now, before you go, though, I want to have you share with our listeners your five words of wisdom. Develop potential in every person. Awesome. Perfect. And it's obvious that you are really doing everything you can to do that in your company. And the results obviously are showing as well. You're doing some marvelous things there, Allison. Thank you. Your father would be proud. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so much for being here. Excited. Great topic. And uh, we'd love to have you on again another time. Thanks so much to you both. It's been a total joy. (laughs) Bye, Allison. Thanks, Allison. Bye-bye. That was such an awesome topic. So pertinent. You know, and I don't think that there are enough company owners that put that much, anywhere near that much weight uh, and an importance on employee reviews. Well, it's, you know, I, I find it stressful, you know. How do you it's mean? Just, well, because it's, it's, it's just kind of a weird discussion in general, yeah, just yeah. to like, okay, let's sit down and like review you. You know what I mean? Well, it's just, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about it. I mean, the praise part is always great. Who doesn't like to give and accept praise, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, but trying to address the hard things about, well, you know, you could probably improve in this and that kind of thing and how to address it without, you know, having them, you know, just take it the wrong way. And it, it's, it's just an uncomfortable, I don't know. Do you enjoy doing? No, but I could certainly see how changing the format of that ranking sheet, your score sheet from some, from some pretty basic things like do you communicate well to to more values and like here we're big 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 on high energy fast moving right get things done jump in get going right yeah. do people represent that do are we really big on continual learning always looking for new ways to do things ideas i mean things like that we look for that um we believe in teamwork people jumping in if we rank people on that instead of some of the stuff we currently do i think that would be very valuable and you know well i like the idea of having open-ended questions on the review feedback mm-hmm. um versus just a, a bunch of charts with you know one to five right fill in the circle fill in the circle fill in the circle um it, it, i can see it really and i love the idea of writing a letter in the yeah. past tense yeah. about um what you did mm-hmm. to already have done it mm-hmm. um I think I've heard something similar to that before in another area, but yeah, I could see that as being a really great tool. Um, just also to also write about yourself as already having done and been right. successful is powerful. Yeah, for sure. So a good, very good topic and timely for us. And uh, she's awesome and she's very thoughtful. She's very, you know, gets very deep and I love that stuff. She's very, obviously very passionate about the topic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was like, you know, she was just glowing anytime yes. she had to say anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, just like it. I love. Yes, ask me more. Yeah, it's <laughs> good. It's good so stuff. It was fun. It was kind of like talking to you. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool well, beans. thanks for being here. That was a great episode. We definitely want to have Allison on again. I know mm-hmm. she's got tons of topics that she can. Mm-hmm. You know, we actually got to start 
doing this, go back and inviting people back. Yeah. I mean, it's been a while since we've had uh, a repeat, and um, we've had a lot of awesome guests. we yes. got to get some people back on. That is an excellent idea. Allison being one of them, for yes. sure. Yes, yes, But sure. um, that was a great one. We want to thank Allison for being here, and we want to thank you for being a loyal listener. So thank you again from both of us, and I'm Victoria Downing. And I'm Mark Curry. See you next week. This has been another episode of Power Tips Unscripted, the Remodeler's Guide to Business. Visit www.remodelersadvantage.com to learn more about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program. There you can also find information about our business consulting services, upcoming live events, and much more. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. It's a beautiful day.